This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I am your host, Meryl van der Merwe, and this is episode 18. In this episode, we are going to be looking at tech skills teens need before they graduate. Now, if your children are not teens yet, I suggest you still listen because you really don't want to wait until they are teens to start teaching them some of these skills. I'm going to be sharing a lot of different things that they need to know, and you may be feeling overwhelmed by the end, but bear with me and stick around till the end, and I will give you some suggestions as to how to slowly introduce this into your homeschool day so that you can actually get them prepared in time without being totally overwhelmed. So the first thing that your students need to know how to do is just your basic computer Um, knowledge, just your computer basics. They need to know how to save a file, how to copy a file, how to upload files. They need to know how to take a screenshot. They need to know basic troubleshooting. Just the first thing is when things go wrong, try to shut your computer down and start it up again. Just things like that and just how to figure out what might have gone wrong. They also need to have basic typing skills because Uh, Whether we like it or not, our children are most likely going to spend a lot of their day on computers when they're actually working. Now, here's where I was saying you really want to start bringing these things in when they are younger. Don't wait until they are teens and then start to teach them how to use a computer. I've had a number of students in my classes whose parents have been very well-meaning and have decided to keep them away from tech as much as possible. I understand that concept, that they want them not to be uh, slaves to tech, as they see so many young children, young people being these days, but they also do their children a disservice if they don't actually know how to use technology. The next thing that you need to make sure that your teens know is they need to be, assuming they know the basics now, they need to be familiar with software that they're going to use for some of the basic tasks that they will use both in college and then on to the workplace. But more importantly than knowing specific software for specific tasks, they need to be able to learn new software. And the more they are exposed to new software, the less daunted they will be when they are faced with something new and they will just take it all in their stride and just say, oh, okay, I have to learn that now and they will just go on and start. So here again, I would suggest start introducing some of these into your homeschool day and many of these topics I have already covered in previous episodes and some of them that I haven't, I will be covering in the next couple of weeks. So if you've just joined the po- the podcast recently, go back and see which ones you perhaps need to listen to to see how you can incorporate them naturally into your homeschool. And uh, those of you who just started listening, keep listening because I'm, I'm going to be dealing with some of these uh, in the future as well. So the first thing they need to know how to do is, is slideshows. They're going to need this in presentations at college and at work. 
The easiest one to learn to use is Google Slides. Then if they need to adapt to a Keynote or PowerPoint, it won't be very hard. It's free, it's easy to learn. The other one they may be required to learn is Prezi, which is a different sort of presentation, and um, they may need to use that as well. Obviously, they need to know how to work with documents online. Again, Google Docs. I have um, lots of podcast episodes on all the Google Drive apps, including Google Slides and Google Docs. They can also learn to use Word. That is the other one that most uh, places will expect you to know. But honestly, if you have a Mac and they only have only used Pages, it's fine. They will be able to adapt. They just need to know how to use some kind of word processing document. They also need to learn to use spreadsheets. They may well have to keep track of how much time they're spending or how much money they're spending or some other thing that they might use it for. Obviously, if they're going into the uh, business or accounting world, they'll definitely be using spreadsheets. Again, Google Sheets. Again, I have a podcast episode on it. Or Excel, or um, whatever your, your computer comes with, but make sure they know how to use the basics. Then they need to know how to make videos. You may not think about this because I know you and I didn't grow up needing to learn how to use videos, but I know that my children when they got to college did have to make videos on occasion for projects. Your computer should come with iMovie if it's a Mac or with Windows if it's um, Windows Movie Maker, if you have a Windows one, and they can use those. You don't need to pay for any software. I know they may need to learn to use other software, but as long as they have started using the basics, they can progress to learning uh, other things in the future. They should also learn how to screencast. There is lots of free screencasting software um, that is when you have to kind of describe how uh, what's going on on your screen. Like if, you, if you've ever watched uh, people playing a game, they'll be screencasting as they are doing that. Your children will understand what screencasting is, or they should. And again, here, if they're doing training for someone else, if they're producing training, or if they're trying to show how something they've worked, they've created works, they will need to be able to screencast. Then they need to know how to use how to create <coughs> sorry how to create graphics and again use the free tools available canva is fantastic you can make all kinds of social media graphics you can uh, design brochures on it you can even design website pages you name it um, infographics everything like that you can do on canva and it's very intuitive easy to learn and your children should be playing around with that. Adobe Spark is another one I like to use. And there are various other tools as well. If you search, you'll find many others. Now, apart from being able to use different types of software, and those are the basics, there are a few other things your children need to learn before they hit college. The big one here is online etiquette. They do need to know how to, how to act when they are dealing with people online and they will likely be emailing people. They need to first of all learn to check their emails. If they don't already 
have um, emails as teens, you should get them an email address and start to just monitor them initially as to how they're responding to people. They need to learn that this is a formal means of communication. So unless they're just emailing with friends, they should be using full sentences and they should be making sure that there are no spelling errors while they're doing it. They should not be um, using texting type of lingo when they're doing emails. They should also learn to respond to emails. Uh, I so often message or email my students in my classes and there's just no response. It's not, yes, I hear you, sorry, I'm late or anything. It's just silence. I have no idea whether they've seen it or not seen it. And that does not create a good impression. They also just need to learn um, how to be careful with what they say and realize that tone does not come through when you're just writing an email or sending a, a message. And so be careful that it isn't misinterpreted. They need to be careful what they share on social media. Um, if they have an open profile, anybody can see it. It can impact on their chances at scholarships and even the colleges they get into. So just teach them to, to, to understand that the online world is still the real world and they need to be dealing online just as they would with people face to face. Teens also need to learn research skills, online research skills. They need to understand what is a credible source. They need to be able to identify if this is a website that they could actually use or if it is something that somebody else who's just maybe another student has created and isn't really a credible source. Obviously, they also need to be able to identify fake news, etc., because that will all come into when they when they are searching. They need to learn how to create bibliographies online once they have done their research. They need to learn um, to use tools to organize their research, all that kind of thing, because they will be more and more researching online. They need to learn, for instance, about Google Scholar. So if you don't know about that, listen up for when I have an episode on online research, which will come in the near future. And then I would also suggest that your children should learn some basic coding. They do not need to learn how to be full-blown programmers, but more and more everybody is going to need to learn to code, no matter what they're going to study. Obviously, if they're going to any of the STEM fields, if they're going to do engineering, anything to do with mathematics, they're going to need to know how to code. But they may well need to learn to code even if they're going into the arts fields particularly if they're going to be going on to doing masters and PhDs, because I said my oldest daughter is a PhD student. She's using Python to do some of her research and to gather and manipulate data. They don't need to know how to do this at a high level, just need to know the basics. Even in your spreadsheets, there is, as soon as you start to do complicated spreadsheets, you are really using coding skills. So they should be learning a, a basic level of coding. Now at this stage, I'm hoping you're not panicking and thinking, how on earth am I going to do this? You really only have a big problem if your child is a senior right now and they know very few of the things that I've said and they're planning to go on to college or move into the workplace. For the rest of you, I would suggest, first of all, start young. Start when they are in elementary school. Just slowly include tech into your homeschool. And that's what this whole podcast is about. And if you go back, you will see ideas on how to do fun ways of slowly introducing spreadsheets. 
that you just introduce them with the children really not even realizing that they're learning a new skill. Young children learn so much quicker than we do. They will not feel intimidated and they will just take to it. I can tell you right now that your elementary age children would love Canva and being able to start to create things which might not look fantastic, but they'll be using software and they'll be playing around and having fun while they're learning at the same time. And you can apply this in to any lesson that you're doing. Um, as I said already, you know, this podcast should help you to do this. Many of the early episodes have already explained how you can integrate the Google Drive apps and many other things into your homeschool day. And that's what I'm trying to do. You're welcome to send me questions or suggestions for what you'd like me to cover in future episodes. And I will try and do that for you. Now, if your children are already in high school and you realize that they're going to need to learn this faster than what perhaps you can just naturally do, then I would suggest you go over to our sponsor, Funder Fund Academy, and take a look at some of the classes they offer. They offer a computer applications class, which is a full year class, a full credit for high schoolers, though they can start, you can do this with seventh and eighth graders as well. And it covers everything that I have mentioned today and a lot more. Um, apart from the coding. There's no coding involved, but it does teach them all the research skills and how to use a lot of the software that I've mentioned and a lot more. By the end of it, you can throw any new software at them and they will find no difficulty in using it. Um, Funder Funder does also have a full semester Python programming class or a, you can also just do a five-week beginner class if they're perhaps doing the arts and you don't think they'll ever really use it much. It'll just give them enough understanding so that they won't be horrified if they do find they have to take some kind of coding class or use coding at college. Now, all these things I've mentioned, you don't have to remember them all. They are all in the show notes. Just go over to homeschoolingwithtechnology.com, look for episode 18, and there will be links to many of the things that I've mentioned and link to go across to Funder Funder Academy and see how they could perhaps help you if you feel that you don't really feel prepared to be able to introduce this yourself to your teens or to teach it to them. I hope this episode was helpful to you. And if it was, I would love a rating and review and share it with your friends. Don't forget to subscribe and come back again next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.